0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to even be on this live, Father God, to even fellowship amongst each other, Father God. I just pray that you decrease me, Father God, and increase you, Father God. Allow your presence to be known in this live, Father God. Allow your words to flow from my mouth freely, Father God. Allow every word to be laced in your Holy Spirit. Allow it to reach the people that you want it to reach and spread light in their broken places, Father God. I pray that you continue to speak through me and I pray that you continue to touch each and every one of your children that's on this live and that will listen to this replay we love you and we'll forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen all right y'all houston texas hey welcome y'all so tonight we are coming from the book of ephesians chapter one did i put it right yeah chapter one and we're going to be focusing on verses three through five so let me see if i want to read the verse first or get into the word verse do you do private prayers yeah you can just dm me um your prayer request y'all know every time i get on live like my phone do that little dark thing where like it's about to cut off i think that'd be the devil because it don't never do that except when i get on live but we gonna keep going so today when i was doing my quiet time what god started out the quiet time with is what do you want and i wanted to ask y'all that question like what do you want like when you really sit down and think about your life do you want your will or do you really want god's will Because in this season, as you can see from the title, the title is God is calling you to make a decision. So when I was doing my quiet time today, God said, um, who love hell? Um, When I was doing my quiet time, God said, what do you want? Like, that's what I want you to talk about tonight. What do you want and what do my children want? I want you to make a decision and figure out what do you want? Do you want my will for your life or do you want your will for your life? Do you want to live life your way or do you want to live life according to the steps that I have ordered for you and all that I have for you? Because a lot of times what we say is that we want what God has for us, but then we want to make decisions on our own. Or when we get in situations that we don't understand, we decide that we want to To take back control and begin to operate based on our own knowledge or our own understanding or our own feelings. Because if this doesn't feel right, then I don't want to do it anymore. If this doesn't feel good, then I don't want to do it anymore. If this doesn't make me feel like I'm loved or make me feel like I'm favored or make me feel like I'm blessed, then I don't want to do it anymore. So when I was doing my quiet time, the first thing that God said is, What do you want? Like that's what I want you to talk about tonight. What do you want and what do my children want? Figuring out What do you want? And when he was talking to, when he was saying that to me, I wrote down, when you decide that you want to do something, you also decide to accept everything that comes with that thing that you decided to do. So uh, example would be if you decided that you wanted to get a new car, right? all right, I decide I want a new car. When you decide that you want a new car, you also decide that you want to accept the new payments that come with that car. You also decide that you want to accept that you have to put gas in that car. You also decide that you have to accept the oil changes that come with that car and cleaning that car and any maintenance that comes with that car. You, When you decide that that's what you want, you're also accepting whatever comes with that decision that you made, whether it's a good thing or whether it's a bad thing, whether you look good, in the car or whether the car is causing you $1,500 because the transmission just went out. Whatever comes with that thing, when you decide that that's what you want to do, you're also accepting what else comes with it. And I also wrote down some other examples like when you decide that you want a degree, you're also deciding that you want to take a lot of classes and you're deciding that you're going to do homework. And when you make that decision, everything isn't always glamorous and it doesn't always feel good and it isn't always something that you would want to do. But when you get into college, you decide that this is what you're going to do. You you decided, I want to get a degree. So whether that means you losing sleep or you stressed out over exams, when you made that decision, you also accepted What came with that decision? When you decide that you want a business, you're deciding to be stressed some days. You're deciding to lose sleep. When you decide that you want a relationship, you're deciding to put your heart on the line. You're deciding to trust somebody, not knowing whether or not they're going to love you back or whether or not they're going to hold up their end of the bargain. When you decide something, when you make a decision, you also accept whatever comes with that decision. So when I was doing my quiet time today, God said, what do you want? Like this is a time where I need you to decide what it is that you want to do because this plan defense and one day I want it God's way and the next day I want it my way. That's not going to work anymore. I want you to decide what it is that you want to do from here on out cuz once you make a decision, I need you to accept everything that comes with that decision whether it's good or bad. I need you to stick with the decision that you made and not just feel like, "Oh, I can be with God's way today and tomorrow not be with God's way." Because Because when it comes with the things of this world, you can't do that. So why do you think it's okay to do it when it comes to the things of God and his kingdom? You can't decide that you want to get a car and not get an oil change. When you get that car, you accept everything that comes with it. And every time you get in that car, you're making the decision and sticking with the decision that you made. When you go to class, you're sticking with the decision to get a degree. So when we decide to live our life according to God's will, why do we think that there's a switch that we can just switch off and say, I don't want to make, I don't want to have this decision anymore? Because it doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel glamorous to me. I don't like what's coming out of this. So I I Changed my mind on that decision, but in everyday stuff, you can't do that when you don't feel like going to work. You can't just decide that you're not gonna work that job anymore. You can, but your bills might not be paid. But you don't just decide, you accept whatever comes with it. And God is saying, Why do my children feel like when it comes to me and my kingdom, when they begin to experience storms or tests and seasons and trials, when it doesn't look favorable to you? Now you want to make a new decision, now you want to tap out, now you don't want to live life God's way anymore. Now you don't want to live for the kingdom because you don't like what you're going through. But this is what happens when you make a decision, you accept what comes with it. So when it comes down to the scripture, let me make sure I got everything y'all because I told y'all I'm sticking with it tonight. So I wrote down, you accept everything that comes with it, the good and the bad. So why are we so surprised and discouraged when we decide that we want the promise of God and storms come our way? When you experience a test, when you experience a trial, why is it so shocking? It's like, oh my gosh, God, you let me down because I'm experiencing a tough season. I'm going through pain right now. I'm feeling weak right now. I don't understand why this is happening to me. So God, I can't believe you did this. You get these type of good and bad situations with every decision that you make. So why does it seem like it's so much worse when it comes to God? because that's how your flesh would look at it but you have to begin to look at things through the spiritual and understand that this is you accept the good and bad with any decision that you make and the good thing about god is that god is never going to call us to do something that he doesn't do for us so when we go to scripture finally because y'all this took me forever to get there but we're going when we get to scripture we're coming from the book of ephesians chapter one and we're focusing on verses three through five This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. So with Ephesians chapter one, three through five, we're about to break down this verse. So if y'all got your journals, get out your pen, because we're literally about to break it down. And I'm going to show you how, when God calls us to make a decision, he's just causing, calling us to do what he's already done for us. He's not a hypocrite. He's not a God that he shall lie or make you do something that he wouldn't do for you. When he wants you to make a decision to follow his will and live according to his plan, he's only asking you to give back the same energy that he gave to you. So when we read Ephesians chapter three, so let's get into scripture. So it says in Ephesians chapter one, verse four, it says, even before he made the world, and I circled even before. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And what I wrote down with circling even before is that he decided to love you before your mistakes, before your sins. And when he made that decision, he stuck with it even when you didn't love him back. So what that means is, it literally says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault, fault flaws in his eyes. So what that means is that even before God knew whether or not you would live your life for him, he still chose to love you. Even before he knew whether you would be a sinner that's out here running around, and we're all sinner, but a sinner that don't care about God or don't love God, you're not even trying to pray. Even before God knew all of that, he made a decision to love you. He made a decision to choose you. He made this decision before you even came along, before you even decided that you want to give your life to Christ. He made that decision, and he stuck with that decision. So If you're taking notes, I want you to write down, God loved me even before. I love him. It wasn't a, I'm going to love you when it feels good for me. It wasn't a, I'm going to love you on the days that you pray. It wasn't a, I'm going to love you when I feel like it. It says before he even made the world, he chose and loved us. So this was a decision that he made. And before anything else, before all else, before the trials, before the storms, he decided and he made a decision and he stuck with that decision. And when you continue to read, it says, without fault in his eyes, verse five says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. And what I wrote down is that I want you to also write down, God loved us and chose us. And every day God decides to love me and choose me in advance. In advance. So that means he's choosing to love you, not just when you love him back, not just when you wake up and pray exactly at 6 30 a.m on the dot not when you remember to do your devotional not when you remember to go to church every sunday not when you remember to pay your tithes and watch a sermon not when you do all that it says he's doing this in advance i'm gonna make a decision to love you in advance i understand that there may be some storms i understand that there may be some trials i understand that you're a sinner you're gonna make mistakes i understand that but i made a decision to love you in advance i made a decision to love you first before knowing whether you're gonna love me back i made this decision in advance and i want you to write that down every day god decides to love me and choose me in advance every day in spite of what i choose to do god decides to choose me and love me not just love you he also decides to choose you because he can love anybody that he want to love just like you can love anybody that you want to love but you choosing a particular person shows how strategic you are with that person it shows how much you favor that person it shows how much you're intentional about choosing to give your love to this person it says that's what it says god decided in advance To adopt us into his own family by bringing us into himself through Jesus Christ. And the part that really, really, really like just took me over was it says this is what he wanted to do. We didn't have to convince him to do it. We didn't have to, God, I'm going to pray 15 times a day, God, I'm going to fast 30 times a day, God, I'm going to be consistent for 21 days, God, I'm going to make sure that I'm on time for church, God, I'm going to make sure that I'm up before the sun's up so I can pray to you, it says this is what he wanted to do, God chose, he made a decision to love you, it didn't didn't have anything to do with you, he didn't even know if you were going to love him back, he didn't even know if you were going to accept the love, he didn't even know if you were going to live for him or want to talk to him or want to pray to him, but he made a decision before you had anything to do with it before it felt good on his end before every day was sunny on his end he made a decision it says this is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure it gave God it still gives God great pleasure to choose to love and choose you in advance in spite of what you do Like, just let that marinate. Just let that sit in. God gets pleasure from loving and choosing you without accepting, not accepting, expecting anything back on your end. You didn't do anything for this love. I'm not asking you to do anything for this love. This is just what I decided to do on my end, right? And so God is saying to us today, what do you want to do? Because I already showed you what I want to do. I'm choosing to love you in advance, before you can love me, before you can ask for it, before you can be perfect, before you can pray every day without making any without making any mistakes or being the perfect Christian. Before you can do all of that, I'm letting you know that here my love is. I'm putting it out there in advance. You ain't even gotta do nothing for it. This is where they This is my love. Yep. I didn't even you don't even earn this. This is just here because this is a decision that I made before anything else before the good or the bad because you know once we start praying and giving our life to christ it's like well of course god loves me because i do everything you know i pray i go to church i pay my tithes so of course he loves me but he but this is letting us know that he chose it in advance meaning that he loved you even while you were making mistakes even when you weren't praying even when you weren't thinking about him even when you were doing what you wanted to do his love was still there so today he's saying to us what do you want to do Cause I showed you what I want to do and I'm not asking you to do anything that I haven't already done for you. So I'm just asking you, what do you want to do? God is calling you to make a decision. Do you want to live according to your will or do you want to live according to his will? Because when he decided to love you, he decided to love you in spite of what good or bad may come from it. He didn't say, if you pray, I love you. He didn't say, on the good days, I love you. He didn't say, when it feels great, I love you. So why do we say, God, I'll follow you when it feels good? God, I'll do it your way when I understand it. God, I'll do it your way when it makes sense. God, I'll do it your way when I can still have a little bit of control. God, I'll do it your way when it doesn't include embarrassment. God, I'll do it your way when it all looks glamorous to me and everybody else, when it strokes my ego, when it strokes my pride. Then I'll do it your way. That's what we say. But he's saying, regardless of what you decided, I loved you and I chose you in advance. First, my love was there. On your bad days and your good days, my love is there. So he said, that's what I want you to talk to him about tonight. What do you want to do? Because you've been... You've been choosing, you, you you do it good some days, you do it my way some days, but then when you don't like what you see, then you want to go back to your way. And the hot and cold isn't really working. The lukewarm isn't really working because I was never lukewarm with you. I've been solid from the beginning. I chose to love you in advance in spite of what you come with, in spite of what you what you did, in spite of you turning your back on God, in spite of you saying, I don't want to pray today, in spite of you saying, I'm done with that church stuff. Is it pausing? Somebody says pausing. What do you want to do? So that's the that's that's the questions that I have for y'all. What do you want to do? What are you waking up every day and choosing to do? Because God is choosing you every single day on your good days, on your bad days, on the days where you don't feel like praying, on the days where you feel, when you don't feel like going to Him. He's still choosing to love you in advance. So what do you want to do? Because if you're, God is calling you to make a decision, right? So if you're making a decision that you want to live your life for Christ, that means that even when it doesn't feel good, because think about it, the days where we forget to talk to God, or when we forget to pray, or when we wasn't leaving our life, living our life for Christ, Those were days that we were turning our back to him, right? So imagine how that felt to him on the days where you wasn't thinking about him, where you was doing what you wanted to do. You wasn't trying to love him back. So how did that feel to him? Those were the stormy seasons for him, right? So when you experience some stormy seasons, what are you going to do? Because in spite of the stormy seasons, in spite of the seasons where you didn't love him and you didn't pray to him and you wasn't living for him, his love stayed consistent. His love stayed agape. His his love stayed unconditional. Even on those days where your love. Y'all, it just said pause for no reason. I don't even know why I say pause. Y'all can hear me now? Is it back? Is it back, y'all? Because it said pause on my end. He really is. Because, like, why is it pausing? I'm connected to Wi-Fi. I'm at home. Like, what is... We got this word, though. It's lagging on and off. Okay. Okay. So that's the question that I have for y'all. I wanted y'all to write down those two points. God loved me even before I love him. And every day God decides to love me and choose me in advance. In advance, that means before you wake up, that means before you do your part, he's still choosing to love you if you do or you don't do your part. So now he's asking us, what do you want to do? Because I've shown you what I want to do. What do you want to do? Because, and when you make this decision, this is a decision that you have to stick with. Because understand, like everybody thinks when you decide to live your life for Christ and when you decide that you want to live according to the steps that God has ordered for you, that it's just going to be sun, sunshine every day. No, there's going to be some testing seasons. There's going to be some tough side tough times, but what are you deciding to do in those tough seasons? It, who said they can't hear? Can y'all hear me? Okay. What are you deciding to do in those tough seasons? Because that's what matters most. What are you deciding to do? Are you deciding to love him like he decided to love you? Or are you deciding that when the tough times come, God, I'm going to have to turn my back on you. I'm going to have to do it my way because I don't like how this feels. God is saying the back and forth isn't, it it isn't working anymore. Because would you want to bless a person that's fickle? Think about it. Would, would you want to, would you want to do things and open doors for somebody that you don't really know how they feel about you? One day you hear, here, the next day you're not, but you're asking for stuff not got your hand out and i can't even rely on you to be consistent in your time with me i can't even rely on you to be consistent with your love for me i can't even rely on you to be consistent with your prayer but you feel entitled to my favor you feel entitled to the things of the kingdom but you don't want to do your part what do you want to do because if you do your part There's much more in store that God has for you. It's not that he's not going to bless you if you don't do your part, because it says he loved you and he chose you in advance. But you get much more when you're in position. You tap into much more when you're in alignment with the steps that he has for you. I can have a bunch of favors stocked up for you in my room, but if you don't get here, you can't get it what I wanted to do for you in spite of what I had planned for you in spite of the love that I do have for you if you're not in alignment and you're not where I planned for you to be then you can't get all that I have for you so God is saying today what do you want to do it's, it's time to make a decision. And when you make this decision, it goes back to what we started off talking about. When you make a decision, if you make a decision to get a new car, you're deciding to accept the payments. You're deciding to accept the oil change. You're deciding to accept whatever maintenance is needed on that car. And sometimes the maintenance catches you off guard. It's like, dang, I didn't even feel like paying for that, but I made a decision when I got this car. So sometimes you're not going to feel like going through stormy seasons. Sometimes you're not going to feel like experiencing trials and tribulations. But when you make a decision... You accept what comes with it, because even when you have to fix stuff on your car, you know that it's just going to help your car run better. You may not want to pay for it, but you know, in order for my car to do what this car is supposed to do, I have to deal with this trial. I have to deal with this storm. And it's the same thing when it comes to the kingdom and what God has for you. There are some things that you don't want to go through and some stormy seasons and some trials that you don't want to experience. But what you have to know is that God is never going to call you to go through something that's not going to work together for your good. That's what his word says. So if you're going to live for him, if you're going to make a decision to live your life according to his will, you have to also live according to his word and know that even in the storm, even in the test, even in the trials, God's word said that this is for my good. So I'm going to accept what comes with it because I made a decision. All right, y'all. I got all my notes. Okay, period. I got, I, I got everything. And the last thing I wrote down was a question. Are you choosing, when you make your decision, are you choosing God or are you choosing your circumstances? Is your decision, because the thing is you have to wake up every day and make this decision. Every day, God chooses to love us and protect us and cover us every single day. And he chooses to do that in advance before he knows what we're going to do. And he already knows what we're going to do, but before we still have free will, right? So before he knows what we're going to do with our free will, he still decides to love us in advance. You have to wake up every day and make this decision to continue to follow the will of God. In spite of what circumstances you experience that day and in spite of what that day looks like, whether it's a sunny day or a stormy day, you have to continue to make that decision. All right, y'all. So we're going to pray out, but I'm going to answer like two questions first. What's a will? A will is like God's plan for your life. How do you know what God wants for you from what you want? So the best way to know what God wants for you from what you want is to pray and spend time in his presence. Like that's that's always going to be my first answer because that's where all of your clarity and your discernment comes from. It comes from the times where you pray and you spend time in God's presence. And another thing that I use to base it off, whether it's me or God is I know, like, you know what feels good to your flesh. So God usually causes you to do things that require faith. Faith is a substance of things unseen. So these are things that sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it doesn't feel good. And it's usually not the first thing that you would choose to do. You would choose to do something that your flesh would tell you to do. You're gonna choose the easy route. So if you're at a crossroad and you're trying to make a decision, of course, pray first and ask God to help you and give you clarity in this decision that you're trying to make. And then when you think about what the the two decisions that you have Usually the easier route is the route that your flesh would lean towards and you want to go towards the route that's going to push you closer to God. So through spending time in his presence and praying and reading his word, you begin to learn the characteristic of God and whatever decisions you have, you can align that with the word and say, God would say do this or God would not say do this. Like a lot of stuff, it it just comes from the time that you put in with God and with his word, you begin to learn his characteristic and that'll help you uh, better concern what you should or shouldn't be doing like it's kind of like if you were to spend time with a person uh every day you know how they talk you know like she would say that or she wouldn't say that she would wear that or she wouldn't wear that because the more time that you spend with a person you begin to learn their characteristics so then you can go to the store for a friend and you say. Yeah, I think I think she'll like this outfit because she always wears stuff like this. And I know that because I always spend time with her. So when it comes to the decisions that you have to make, the more time that you spend with God, the more you get to know his characteristics, the more you get to know what decisions would align with him and his word and what decisions wouldn't align with him and his word. So that all goes back to how much time you're spending in prayer, how much time you're spending in his presence and how much time you're spending in his word. All right, y'all. I'm going to answer one more because I got somewhere to go. Um, How do I know what he has in store for me? You know, what he has in store for you by praying. Um, May you pray for me. Yeah, I'll pray for you. What if you feel like it's God, but it's an I don't know feeling? So if you feel like it's God, but it's an I don't know feeling, the best thing to do is to pray for a confirmation. Like, Literally, I feel like a lot of people are scared to pray and say, God, show me you, like, reveal yourself to me. Like, let me see you move in my life. Like, God, I want to encounter with you. If that's what you want to experience, if you want to know whether it's God or not, like, ask him to show you. It's literally that simple. Nobody, when it comes to my relationship with Christ, nobody can, nobody can taught me into having a relationship with god he revealed himself to me because that was the only way i was gonna have a relationship with him anyways nobody gonna tell me who i should be praying to or who i should be believing in i had an encounter with god and i knew god was real so in order for you to really have a relationship with god you need that encounter you need that relationship with him you need that experience because once you get that experience nobody can take it away from you nobody can say oh no you just started praying you just had to have a relationship with god because somebody else no You don't know my testimony. You don't know the encounter that me and God had. So once you have that encounter with God, once God reveals himself to you, that's your foundation. And you'll never have to question again. So if you don't know whether it's God or not, you still have an I don't know feeling. Ask God to reveal himself to you. Ask God for a confirmation. Ask God for an encounter. And he will do that. Like, he will do it. Okay, he'll have no problem popping up. All right, y'all. So I'm about to pray out. Man, I'm terrified. I got to be ready for the truth. You definitely got to be ready for the truth. I'd be afraid to ask in prayer. Don't, don't be afraid of what you you should be more afraid of living life lost, living life trying to figure it out on your own. No, I need to know where I'm going. I need to know what plans you have for me, what prosperity you have for me. What did you What did you create me to do, God? Like, that's what I want to know. Show me what you created me to do. Show me my purpose. Show me the steps that you have for me. Because I don't want to be out here just walking around. No. So, yeah, I'm going to post this on YouTube. I'm also going to save it to my IGTV. I'm about to pray out because, y'all, I still got a lot of orders to do and to send out tomorrow. Thank you to everybody that purchased a personalized prayer box and to everyone that purchased the Bay Crew Neck. I'm still doing orders and sending out orders. So, we're about to pray out. And I'm also going to save this on my IGTV and I'll upload it to my YouTube tomorrow. All right, y'all, let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for this word. We just want to thank you for reminding us of you deciding to love us, Father God. In spite of our imperfections, in spite of our flaws, in spite of our our setbacks and our mistakes, Father God, your love is consistent. Your love is unconditional. Your love is never failing, Father God. And we thank you for that, Father God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you've done, Father God. The doors that you closed and the doors that you're about to open, Father God, we just praise your name and give you all the glory, Father God. I thank you for allowing me to be on this live. I thank you for each and every person that tuned in, Father God. I pray that this word encouraged them, inspired them, and uplifted them, Father God. But most importantly, reminded them of your love and your favor towards them, Father God. We love you and will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Babe Bible Study. I am going to save this video on my IGTV and upload it to YouTube tomorrow. I love you guys. Make a decision. And once you make a decision, accept what comes with that decision. The storms and the sunny days. And remember that the storms are working together for your favor. Okay, remember Peter. Peter would have never knew he could walk on water if he wasn't in that storm. So with your stormy season, you don't know what you're capable of or what God wants to show you that he's called you to do. Your stormy season reveals your strength sometimes. Remember that. Trust in that. Stand on that. I love y'all. Have a good night.